the inner voice created this outer extension of itself to be in this dimension. Once you realize that you are not just in this dimension, but you're also in another dimension, you now are free. Because whatever happens to you here in this dimension is not your only reality. See, this is how Jesus was able to get beaten and, and brutalized and hang on the cross. He wasn't here. He was the rock star. Inside he went to the inner man. Do what you want with the body. I'm not here. Now once you realize that level of consciousness where you are officially, you identify yourself as the spirit, not the flesh. You are the inner voice, not the outer voice. Once you become the inner voice, now your outer voice has power. Now when you speak, it's not just a shell speaking. There's a being speaking through the shell. And this is where you heal all sickness in your body. This is where you command reality to work with you and it works according to your consciousness. Why? Because it's not a shell that's speaking. There's a real being in the shell that is speaking. And when the real being speaks, all nature and the universe responds. Welcome to season two of the Planet Mindfulness Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Jeannie Lee, your mindful manifestation coach. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in with me. I'm going to start by saying thank you to everyone that's been listening to the podcast. And I want to shout out the Planet Mindfulness app now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. I created this app as a labor of love. On the app, you will see that I have positive affirmations. I have self-paced coaching programs. I have a gratitude program. I have a uh, three weeks of mindfulness program and I have an applying mindfulness to limiting beliefs program. Check it out. You can also listen to the podcast on there. But yeah, go to planetmindfulness.org to learn more. Thank you guys for following along so far. So today we are going to be talking about why meditation is an essential part of the spiritual journey, the healing journey, the met the mindful journey, the self-actualization journey, whatever you want to call it. If you are in the business of getting to know yourself, reducing your mental suffering, manifesting your desires, you must be meditating. Now let's start with what is meditation because I feel like a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about what it is. Meditation is simply a practice of focusing the mind, focusing your attention. I say often on Planet Mindfulness, your energy is your currency and mindfulness is the best accountant. If you are not giving something your attention, it literally doesn't exist or resonate within your world. For example, right now, you're probably giving this podcast your full attention. Or maybe if you're driving and, you know, something happens on the road, you'll give that your attention and you may miss some of what I say. Whatever you're giving your attention to has all of your attention and everything else that's around, 
you're you're missing you're not really you're not paying attention to (laughs) that's why they say pay attention our attention is valuable we must pay our attention to our job to do a good job we need to pay attention when we listen to people in order to hear what they say you need to pay attention when you cook in order to know what you're doing attention is everything the universe is mental we all experience it mentally Yeah, our physical bodies, you know, through our senses process information, but everything goes through the brain. The brain is the center of our own personal universe. So how does your brain work? What's the blueprint of your brain like? What thoughts and beliefs do you have? You know, what things attract more of your attention than others? Meditation and mindfulness are essential tools to learning the answers to those questions. So let's start with what is meditation? So meditation is a practice of focusing the mind. There are different types of meditation. Um, First, I'll start on focused attention meditation. So focused attention meditation, uh, during focused attention meditation, your objective is to focus on a single object of awareness. You could be focusing on the sensation of breathing. You could be focusing on a soothing sound. You could be focusing on a smell. You could be focusing on a candle. You could focus on a mantra, you know, whatever it is. During focused attention meditation, you your job is to focus on one specific anchor to the present moment. What inevitably happens during focused attention meditation is your mind is going to wander. You're going to momentarily forget that you were meditating and your mind will wander into some past or future event or idea when you notice this happens that noticing is called mindfulness and that is what we want to strengthen when you become mindful that your attention has wandered from the meditation object you have a choice of gently bringing it back to the breath or whatever it was you were meditating on or you can continue down that mental rabbit hole the choice is yours so What's great about this type of meditation, let me just say, when you do a focused attention meditation, your mind is going to wander a lot and frequently. This is normal. Don't think that you're doing it wrong. It happens to everyone, especially in the beginning. You are just for the first time in your life realizing how challenging it is to focus the mind. How You're realizing how noisy the mind is and how... So many thoughts just pop into our head and just grab our attention without us even realizing it. So practicing and cultivating mindfulness is super important because we carry, number one, it helps us remain focused on the meditation object longer, but also we carry that mindfulness skill into everyday life so that when you're moving through life and, you know, that one thing you can't figure out or, you know, that fight you had with your boyfriend or, you know, what's going on at your job, that thing someone said or that thing you got to figure out for your business, that thing that is looming over your mind, stressing you out, pulling you out of the present moment. Mindfulness will always remind you, hey, like kind of lost you there for a second. Is this where you would like to continue focusing or do you want to redirect your attention to something else or the present moment? So that is what meditation is in mindfulness. Now, there are other types of meditation. There's open monitoring meditation. With open monitoring meditation, you're kind of just taking in whatever arises in the moment. You're not necessarily focused on one particular anchor to the present. So some examples of open monitoring meditation can be journaling or, you know, just talking out loud, saying whatever thoughts come to mind. 
You know, some people meditate on subjects. Meditation is a form of inner contemplation. You know, if there's something on your mind that you want to work through, maybe you'll have a meditative state where you just kind of give yourself the space to allow whatever ideas you have to flow to you. There's also loving kindness meditation and other meditations similar to loving kindness, which is all about cultivating a feeling. Loving kindness meditation uses mantras and visualizations to help the meditator cultivate a feeling of compassion and unconditional love for themselves, for others, for life in general. A lot of meditations are all about cultivating a feeling or they can even be about imprinting some idea on our subconscious mind. Hypnosis and guided meditation are the same thing. They're just marketed differently. When you close, you know, you shut your eyes, you shut off all external distractions and you go inwards, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind are communicating directly without the distractions and obligations and attachments of the everyday world. And, you know, the conscious mind impresses ideas onto the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind manifests our desires. We are manifesting all the time, no matter what. What you give your energy to is what you will manifest. And mindfulness is super important because when you are mindful of what thoughts are in your mind at any given point in time, you're mindful of how these thoughts impact your energy, you have a choice. You can choose to continue to give energy to whatever that thing is, or you could redirect your energy to something more pleasurable. Let's say, for example, you're, you have financial problems. You have a bill that's due at the end of the month that's $3,000 and you have no idea how you're going to pay it. You know, with manifestation, the idea is ask and it is given. When you're manifesting something deliberately, especially something that you don't consciously know how you're going to attract it into your experience, what your goal is, is to kind of reach a state of being as if you already have whatever it is. So let's use our previous example. Let's say you have a bill for $3,000 that's due at the end of the month and you have no idea how to pay it and you want to deliberately manifest the money. This is what you would do. You would say whatever you need to say to yourself to kind of get into a state of I already have this money. Imagine what it would feel like. Imagine that it's the end of the month and that bill is paid off. Now you can free your mind from trying to figure out exactly what you need to do to make it happen. Then whenever thoughts pop up, oh, we still haven't figured out how to pay that bill. Maybe we should worry about it. Mindfulness can tell you, maybe I shouldn't be giving my energy to the lack of having the money. And instead, I'll give my energy to the idea of already having it. Another really important aspect of mindfulness and meditation that's super important is Mindfulness is present non-judgmental awareness. Being aware of what is happening in the here and now without having the need to change it or make it different, without comparing it to something that happened in the past or judging how it may impact the future. It is what it is and you're at peace with it. When you're meditating, one thing you're quickly going to notice is that your mind is going to wander a lot. And usually it wanders to whatever is most important to you personally, your family, your job, your relationships, your finances, your career, your business, your health. 
you know, whatever your priorities are, you'll notice that this is what frequently distracts you and pulls your attention out of the present moment during meditation. But when you are meditating, there is no hierarchy of thoughts. You know, yes, your family is important, but while you're meditating, you can't (laughs) give your energy to them. I mean, you can. Don't judge yourself when your mind wanders. But, you know, let's say, for example, all right, I'm focusing on the breath. I'm focusing on the breath. Then I remember that my mother-in-law's birthday is next week and I have no idea what to do for her. Once I realize that I'm having this thought, I have to consciously redirect my attention to the present moment because that is the meditation practice. If this is everyday walking life outside of meditation, I may give a lot of energy to that thought because I consciously believe that it's important. Oh, well, I should figure out what to get my mother for Mother's Day. So yeah, I am going to think about it a lot. I am going to, you know, give it a lot of energy because I consider it to be important. Whereas when you are meditating, there is no thought, idea, or person that is more important than the meditation practice in that moment. That helps us practice the art of non-attachment. Our attachment to ideas and beliefs, particularly those that do not serve us, that make us feel limited, that make us feel lacking, that make us feel bad about ourselves, our attachment to those things is the root of our suffering. So meditation is a mental discipline. It's taking responsibility in practice for your thoughts. A lot of my clients think that they can manifest without meditating. You can, but it will be much, much, much harder. Think of it like this. Let's say you were performing for a play in three months and you had the script, you know, Who's going to do better at the play? The person that's been rehearsing for the three months or the person that's never rehearsed ever and just shows up at the show? That's like if you are trying to manifest and you don't meditate, you're the person that's expecting to do a good job at the show even though you don't rehearse. But if you are manifesting and you meditate, it's like you're rehearsing every day. You're so prepared so that by the time you get to the show, it's second nature. People think that, oh, well, I know about law of attraction and how the universe works and like that's enough. It's really, you know what? It's not that that's enough. You're just afraid. Maybe you've tried meditating and you realize that your mind is super loud and that it's hard to focus and you've just convinced yourself I can't do it and you gave up. So this is me telling you don't give up. Keep going. I started planning mindfulness because... It took me years to start meditating for real. I learned about meditation. I heard the benefits. I downloaded Headspace. I made the efforts. But at first when I would do it, like my mind would wander all the time. And I thought, oh, I suck at this. I must not be doing it right. So then I wouldn't do it. You know, we're not necessarily excited to do the things that aren't that don't come natural to us. It's very challenging to do things that are difficult. But the things that are worth it, are you know are challenging and will push us to be a different version of ourselves so i started planning mindfulness when i finally got consistent with meditation and i could actually see the benefits i could actually see my anxiety being reduced i can actually see myself being kinder to myself i could actually see 
myself getting migraines less. I could actually see my life improving, being less stressed and responding differently. And I just thought, oh my God, why have I not been doing this my entire life? Like meditation has changed me for the better. I love this version of myself and I love myself more than I ever have. And it's all because of meditating. No amount of books or information that I've acquired has given me what a regular meditation practice has given me. And I just need everybody to try it. You can I can I can tell you about it. You can see people talk about it on TikTok. You can read about it on books, but you won't know until you get there yourself. I can tell you what it looks like at the top of the mountain, but you won't know until you hike it yourself. So are you willing to do the work on yourself? Are you willing to do something that's hard and to remain consistent? Are you? (laughs) Ask yourself this question. If you are someone that already meditates all the time, congratulations, wonderful. Continue. This is for my people that are afraid. This is for my people that have tried and failed and i'm putting air quotes around failed because there is no failure the only bad meditation is the one you didn't do even if you only meditate for like 60 seconds that will make a difference on your life even if you meditate and your mind wander the whole time but you tried that made a difference so meditation is important because one we cultivate mindfulness which tells us where our energy is going reminds us to be present and gives us a choice within life a choice on where we would like our consciousness our energy to go it also helps us cultivate a mental responsibility more disciplined thinking it makes it easier to take control over your thoughts and ideas when you're deliberate deliberately manifesting you know everything is energy everything is energy and your energy it starts with your thoughts it all starts within your mind you must have mental discipline take mental responsibility for your thoughts and your emotions and what happens and also we must practice this non-judgmental awareness training practicing there being no mental hierarchy but the present moment So then in real life, you know, those issues that seem so big, so insurmountable, how am I going to get through this? All you have to really do is redirect your attention. Your problems and your suffering comes from your attention. It's not that your life is harder than anyone else's or that, you know, people treat you a certain way. You're not special. (laughs) We all go through shit. We all interpret everything differently and it's all based off of our upbringing, our past experiences, our conditioning, you know, what lies on our spirit and what we must work through in this earth school, this human life. We all go through shit. We're all different. It's your responsibility to get to know yourself and to figure out what's under the hood. It's not your responsibility to make life perfect and fit into the perfect image that you want to project onto it. Your job is to go with the flow of life, not to change the currents of the ocean. And meditation is what will get you there mentally. It's mental hygiene. It's keeping your conscious clear It's practicing and strengthening those muscles of awareness. It's learning to rise above the challenging emotions of every day. Many of my clients will come to me and, you know, in the beginning, we identify what limiting beliefs are present and how those beliefs 
either whether consciously or unconsciously affect how um they feel about themselves or they feel about their lives or they feel about their goals what mindfulness gives us is the opportunity to observe when those moments arise and rise above them i am aware that you know having this amount of followers on instagram makes me feel this way about myself do i want my energy to continue to go into that do i want to continue to think about how much i suck or what i like to rise above i want to rise above now that i've made the decision to rise above what does that look like for me usually it looks like talking to yourself talking to yourself like you would a friend sharing saying positive affirmations focusing on something that feels better when we focus our attention on something that feels better it naturally raises our vibration we've been conditioned to think that we must think our way out of all of our problems whereas mindfulness and spirituality is about feeling your way out of your problems don't be a victim be a victor. Take responsibility for your life by taking responsibility for your mind. And the best way to do that is with meditation. I have a podcast episode. It's called Overcoming Obstacles to Meditation. I discuss some common things that kind of, you know, either prevent people from meditating or you know, stop them from doing it consistently. Check it out. There are some great resources there. If you want to meditate and you're struggling to get started, go to planetmindfulness.org. I created a three weeks of mindfulness program. Every day is a different mindfulness or meditation exercise or journal prompt or gratitude prompt or pranayama exercise, breathwork exercise. So every day for 21 days, there's a short mindfulness exercise that you can do. I made it three weeks because it takes three weeks to form a habit. So if you do this consistently, it's a self-paced program. So if you miss a day or two or whatever, don't judge yourself. Just get back into it. But if you do it consistently for the three weeks, by the end of the three weeks, you know, mindfulness will be more of a habit for you. And also you will learn a lot of different exercises and discover which ones work best for you. There is no one size fits all to meditation. There's so many ways to meditate. If you are new to meditation, I recommend starting with pranayama breath work. Pranayama is the yogic art of focusing on the breath. In India, they would use the breath as a diagnostic tool as well as a healing tool. They could tell from the way somebody was breathing, how they were feeling and what the body was trying to communicate. And by cultivating an awareness of the breath and being able to control it consciously, you're able to calm your body down. Because our nervous system, you know, something activates a stressor within us and then our heart rate increases and then our breath speeds up and then maybe we start to sweat and our mind is sending our body signals to worry and our body is sending our mind signals to worry. You can consciously unlearn stress. You can consciously become aware of what activators are present in your life that make you go into those stress responses and you can consciously calm your body down and unlearn those stress responses and regulate your nervous system so that each and every time these stressors activate it's less of a physical and mental impact this is how we apply mindfulness and rise above our stress and retrain our bodies and our minds and our nervous system 
to respond to life differently in ways that better serve us. Um, but yes, if you're a new meditator, start small. I recommend starting with pranayama breath work. It's basically rhythmic breathing patterns, counting breaths or breathing in a certain way. I have a lot of different exercises on my Instagram page, as well as in the three weeks of mindfulness program. And I also recommend guided meditation. I have guided meditations on my YouTube and on the Planet Mindfulness app. You can find them anywhere, different apps, different places. There are lots of resources out there if you look for them. Highly recommend starting small. Don't decide I'm going to start meditating and then just jump in and try and do 20 minutes. Start small. Start with one minute, then three, then five, then seven, then 10. Work your way up as you feel more comfortable. This will make it easier for you to make practice consistent. And it'll be easier for you to carve out time in your day to do it. Meditate, 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 meditate. I cannot stress it enough. It will change your life. If you have any questions or you need any support, you know how to reach me. You can email me, Nicole, at planet-mindfulness.com. You can message me at planetmindfulness.org on my website. Check out the programs, the three weeks of mindfulness. It's only $6. I have a two-week gratitude program that has 14 unique gratitude prompts about different areas of your life. And I have a three-week Applying Mindfulness to Your Emotions program. I essentially made that program for people that want to do mindfulness coaching and need a good starting place on identifying their deepest desires, what limiting beliefs are blocking them, and strategies to overcome those limiting beliefs so they can manifest with ease. I love you. You got this. Meditate, 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 meditate. I love you. See you next time.